Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, the weather is going to start getting really cold. Snow is going to really hit the ground. So what are you going to do about your golf game? My suggestion is this. Go to Optimum Golf in the Park Hill or Rhino neighborhoods, and you can keep your game sharp during the offseason. They have a fantastic virtual golf setup, multiple bays at both locations. You can play some of the best courses out there, Pebble, Torrey Pines, so on and so forth. You can host a private party. They also have leagues and tournaments, indoor putting green, and they have award-winning pros. Sound good? It should, but let me make it sound even better. Second hour of the show, we're going to give away a $100 gift card. That is going to be good for one lesson, or you can use it to play virtual golf. One person playing one hour, that's 18 holes, so you can go by yourself or go with your friends. We're going to give this away in the second hour of the show at 5 o'clock. This is a hot commodity. You just have to be the first caller. Go to theoptimumgolf.com to make your tea time today. Mace, how are you? I'm doing very well. You know what? It's a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. It is winter. Not on the calendar, but it's meteorological winter. It feels like mid-fall out there. The Broncos won. They're above 500. The sun is shining. There's a lot to like here on December the 13th here in Denver, Colorado. How about you? Uh, things are good. Yeah. Things oh. are very good. We celebrated Mandy's birthday over the weekend. Where did you guys go? Uh, we were going to go out. We were going to go out and uh, feed her horses and then go ice skating. And the girls really weren't that up for it. So I went over to King Supers and I cooked literally all day. Wow. But Literally lo- all day. But loved it. Loved it. Well, I know. You love being in the kitchen. I do. So I uh, made a couple of really nice uh, gourmet appetizers, made a couple of great things for dinner, and everyone just kind of grazed all day and then watched the game on Sunday. That's what I did. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Go get some tonight in Denver, Centennial, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. Uh, I want to talk about and start the show with, honestly, about the fact that the Broncos are legitimately in this playoff hunt. But before we dive into that, you were at yesterday's game. I was not. What was the atmosphere like? What was the feeling like in that stadium as it felt like everything and rightfully so was tied to Demarius Thomas not to mention the final exclamation point an 88 yard touchdown drive yeah I mean you obviously the emotion was palpable from the moment people arrived and a great many people visited the memorial on the uh, south side of the stadium that was set up by the horse statue. Although I have to kind of quibble with one thing, and I'm going to sound like a gloomy Gus here, but one thing that bothered me is that you had people posing and smiling in front of the memorial. 
for pictures. Well, am I? I know that just I don't, seems I don't, so crass. I don't think any. Listen, if you were smiling in front of a tombstone, that's one thing. If if you are in a cemetery and you're kneeling down, and you know how you know when you stand next to somebody. I always find this humorous. You're standing next to a celebrity and you're like pointing your finger at him, like you have like a gun pointed right with your fingers. You're like, hey, this is who I'm with. He's with me and I'm with him. If you're doing that in a cemetery, that's a little inappropriate. I don't think people were thinking. I know. That way. I know they weren't thinking. But then again, that's sort of endemic of society as a whole. Oh, people geez. don't think, right? I, anyway, I, I, um, I know, honestly, because I, I was over there and I, 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 I chatted with uh, Armando Silva, Art Mondo Silva on Twitter, who made that beautiful painting of their, of Demarius Thomas that he completed right there, and then it was displayed by the Southwest Tunnel as the Broncos went onto the field, but. It just, I don't know, I, I, I guess I just thought somehow it was going to be a little bit more um, sedate. Yeah. Uh, and really a kind of about a way of paying respects. And actually, I mean, I got, I got after, I, after kind of seeing the scene and then seeing the memorial, I, I really got kind of overtaken emotionally. And I just kind of, kind of had to go walk by myself for a little while to kind of, you know, get my composure a little right. bit. Um, the the video tribute before the game was tremendous. And one of the things I really liked about what the Broncos did was there was a good focus on him away from the field. You know, it wasn't just a video of him running past the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was also of him donning Santa Claus suit. Right. And the moment of silence was, there's always a few people that yell mostly respectful. But when they came onto the field with 10 players... And people realized what was happening. Right. That that was really the goosebump moment. Right. Looking out there, seeing only ten people, and then uh, kind of a, a final coda on that was, um, you know, how they give you the game books after the game, the mm-hmm. stats, and basically that's kind of the you know, the record of every game. There's, you know, that every game book that there's ever been is basically on file. It's the permanent record of every football game that has ever been played in the NFL. And forever that game book is going to show the Broncos started 10 players. Right. That's And everybody was involved. Yeah. And, and by the way, this is not the first time this has been done. Sean Taylor in football Washington history. did it. Yep. Correct. And it, I'm, I'm glad that Patrick Smythe knew what had happened in the past, translated to this particular game. Uh, Dan Campbell was on board, the Lions head coach. The referee was on board. Patrick Smythe and his staff always find a way to do the right thing, and they absolutely did. With that, the Broncos won the game. Um, I would say it was their most resounding, most emphatic win of the season. Every unit played well. Um, there's nothing you can point to and say, well, this wasn't good and this wasn't good because there are always warts. And yes, you can always do things better with that. The Broncos are tied with four other teams for the final two wildcard spots. They have a seven and six record. And what an opportunity this upcoming Sunday as they will play the Bengals at home. Another team that is seven and six with Before that. We move on, though, real quick on that 38 10 win. I don't mean to denigrate it, but that Lions team, the one that was out there yesterday. Yeah may have had less talent than any NFL team I've ever seen. Okay. But the Broncos did what they were supposed to do. Correct. Against a team that was without 
most of its best players, a team that I think, frankly, would get a decent fight from perhaps the best USFL team starting here in the spring, you're supposed to crush that team. They did. And they did. And they they ran all over them. They sacked the quarterback. They got turnovers. They did everything that they were supposed to do. Um, all the stars aligned for something like this to happen. The Broncos, relatively healthy. The Lions, not healthy in terms of illness and injury. And then certainly you don't want a death to be fuel for your fire. But the passing of Demarius Thomas, I think, put this team over the top, certainly coming out of the gate, scoring a pair of touchdowns on their opening two drives with that. Um, Do you look at this win, because of all of those factors, as a false positive? Or do you think at 7-6, and they could actually make the playoffs? I I think they could, but it's about more than just what they did yesterday. It's about... Their general form, really, since the Washington game, and it's been very inconsistent on and off. We get that. But you look at their form, you look at who's coming. They've got the Raiders in 13 days, and the Raiders look like they are headed completely in the wrong direction. Right. And then beat the Bengals. Then there's a serious conversation about making the playoffs because one of these teams. The Bengals or the Broncos are not literally going to be knocked out, but they are going to be climbing up an ice wall. At that, If the Broncos lose this, they have to win three in a row, and that may mean beating a Chiefs team in Week 18 that could be playing for a number 1 seed. Right. And I think we can all agree the Broncos' chances of winning that game in all likelihood, are tied to whether well, let's, the Chiefs let's just, are playing Let's just concentrate on this week. So that's what I mean. That's why Jeez. you. That, no, but that's why you have to win this game. Well, and, no, no. This I, is his must. Listen, all these games yeah. you can make the case are must wins, but you have a chance to move your record to eight and six. This is an anything can happen type of league. Look what happened yesterday. The Bengals probably should not have lost that game. They're a better team, in my opinion, than the than the San Francisco 49ers. Well, the other thing is the Bengals when they play at their peak. Their peak can win a Super Bowl, okay? The problem is this. Well, you're saying like every star lining and they play flawlessly? Well, they've, pl- they've had some flawless games this year, and they've blown people out. Who? The Bengals have. Who? Well, the Steelers, for one, absolutely crushed them. Okay, this, this, the Steelers couldn't be any more up and down. They got, they got mauled by the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, any, but that's the kind of results that you see this year. You see this year. They, I mean, they, they, swept, they swept the Steelers. They beat the Ravens by 24 in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Broncos went to they, Dallas and kicked the crap out of them. And they, and, and they, they, they played the, the Chargers at home, but here's, and but, they kicked the crap out of them. You could find that with most the, teams. When the Bengals are on their game, yeah. they can actually blow people out. Okay. Well, but when know. they're off their game, yeah. they're capable of losing by 25 to Cleveland. They're capable of digging themselves a huge hole mm-hmm. against the Chargers, falling behind 24-0. And this is what I mean now. The last couple of games are interesting for the Bengals. Up until the last two weeks, it would be good Bengals or bad Bengals. Mm-hmm. Some weeks they'd be good. Some weeks they'd be bad. You just described Rarely the Broncos. Be. No, well, but we're talking about the Bengals. But here's what we've seen the last two games, is that we're seeing good Bengals and bad Bengals in the same game. Like okay. yesterday, they fumbled around for... Three quarters. Right. Fourth quarter. Right. Shredded the Niners. 
And in a, in a previous iteration of the NFL, they would have done had enough to win because they had the field goal in overtime. But they had to kick the ball away to the 49ers after they got a field goal, and that was it. But that's the thing is, I don't know what Bengals team we're going to see. And it's even more. Same with the no, Broncos. No, the Bengals are at much more of an extreme okay. back and forth than the Bengals are. Right. The, the, the Broncos at their best are good. The Bengals at their best are capable of going toe-to-toe with the Bucks. Yeah, with the array of targets, and, but also with I'm Joe Burrow. There. And the reason that Joe Burrow is the reason why when they're at their best, they're capable of beating even the best in the league. All right, coming up after the break, Melvin Gordon said last week he doesn't feel like the fans really like him. Uh, he may have, may have said, how do you like me now? How do you like me now? And now the question is. Are you saying it like uh, Toby Keith or Cool Modi? Cool Modi. How, you how, like do, me, how, you how like do you me like now? me now? The problem is I think other NFL teams are really going to like him a lot, where the Broncos might not be able to bring him back, and I know a lot of fans don't want him to come back, but you might want him to come back. We'll talk about that next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman, Mason. Watch us, mileisports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air. I absolutely love these guys. They totally hooked me up. I needed a new HVAC. They did it the next day, and I could not be any happier. Got a great price. They were on time. Their service was impeccable. I referred them to a friend of mine, and he says the same exact thing. The difference is my buddy got a deal that I didn't get because this is the current deal that my buddy got, right? He said that um, he got an amazing deal, saved over $2,000. He quoted prices from all these different companies like, oh my God, Mighty Plumbing and Heating, absolutely the best price, but this is what else he got. 10-year parts and labor warranty, whole home air duct cleaning, whole home humidifier, five-year complete maintenance, and a smart thermostat, including installation. And you know what else he got? A seven-day vacation voucher to one of 4,500 incredible destinations. That can be you as well, just like my friend. If you go with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air, there's a reason why they have over 600 five-star Google reviews. They are absolutely the best. Go with Mighty Plumbing, Heating, and Air for any of your needs. Go to MightyPH.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Eurosport. Go for a test drive today in Denver or Parker because everyone deserves a luxury car buying experience. Or find them online at rmeurosport.com. 
I'll tell you what I found really interesting about yesterday's game having nothing to do with the way Demarius Thomas was memorialized, and rightfully so. Melvin Gordon said last week he doesn't think the fans really like him. So what did he do before the game? He was playing catch with the fans in the stands. You saw my foot in my video, huh? I did. And you know what? I'm guessing all of those fans now love Melvin Gordon, and I think every fan loved Melvin Gordon as the game went on as he is up for AFC Offensive Player of the Week. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like Looking at the uh, social media mentions today of Melvin Gordon, and see, I, obviously I saw some of them on my timeline. I know Melvin actually retweeted the video yeah. of him throwing passes that I posted. Boy, uh, you talk about a 180-degree turnaround in about four days. Right. Yes, everyone loves Melvin Gordon. I think maybe some of that is, I believe that on some level for some people, there's a little bit of guilt Why? about being cold. I think, I think you feel guilty when you're called out a little bit. I think Melvin Gordon kind of uh, called some fa- called the fans no, out in a way. I think it has nothing to do. With I think fan no. and I think fans are like, well, maybe maybe he's got a point, and then he underscores that by running for by, by scoring two touchdowns yesterday. I spelled which, it. Puts him on pace to do what he always does, which is get 10 touchdowns. I spelled it out on Friday. The reasons fans might not might not like Melvin Gordon. He's the guy who basically pushed Philip Lindsay out the door. Number two, he gets a DUI, and then he's talking to the police on camera, and he's saying, Philip Lindsay's on my mind, and I feel like he's trying to take my job. Again, shot at Philip Lindsay, Colorado people. Denver people especially did not like that. Then you have Javante Williams. We see see what he is doing right now. And people are thinking Javante Williams should get the majority of the carries. Once again, Melvin Gordon caught in the crosshairs. A couple of ill-timed fumbles last year. A couple of ill-timed fumbles this year. Add it all up. That's why fans aren't crazy about Melvin Gordon. But for the Broncos, they like Melvin Gordon a lot. They like the one-two punch a lot. And you know what? I think it's going to work out for the Broncos either way, whether he comes back. If he comes back, they're going to offer him probably a team-friendly deal that I don't think he will take. You and I spoke briefly about this on the phone today. There are more than a few teams that are looking for running backs, specifically the Buffalo Bills. And when you look at Melvin Gordon's production over the last four or five years, he's going to probably get a two-year contract maybe in the neighborhood, maybe a tick less, but maybe in the neighborhood of what he's getting on this current contract. But you know what's going to happen if the Broncos can't bring him back and he gets a pretty good deal? You know what that means? About a third-round compensatory pick. Especially if he ends up being like the highest-paid running back on the free agent market. Right. And there's a legit possibility that happens. And by the way, what's interesting is his market value may – you may look at this number – and that and that is a spot track project projection of him being at five point one million dollars. Maybe not that high compared to say a quarterback, a tackle, a corner, but for a running back going into year eight, five point one million dollars is a lot more than you sh- you can expect to get typically. That's a good, that's a good deal. If he I mean, and that's where Melvin says he wants to come back, right? He's made that clear that he right. wants to stay with the Broncos. No, he wants a big deal. That's what he wants. He wants a big deal. Everybody but, says they want to stay with the team. They but, got what are they going to say? No, I don't want to come back. Right. I mean, but is there a level of contract the Broncos could offer Melvin Gordon that he would say he would say, "Yeah, sure, I'm going to come back." You know, you know how I think he comes back if the Broncos sign Russell Wilson. 
then he might take a discount. Well, they then he they, then he might take. They a discount. have a little bit of a history. I believe they, uh, even though Gordon didn't play extensively, I know that they uh, crossed over for one year at Wisconsin. Right, right when Melvin got there, he wasn't playing that year. But there's there's a connection. They're, the two are friends. Right, and I agree that. If Russell Wilson were headed to Denver, I think Melvin Gordon wouldn't want to play anywhere else. To the point where I believe he would actually take less money to play with Russell Wilson. I think he would too. I think a lot of guys would take less money to play with a guy who has a history of going to Super Bowls. Yeah, uh, and uh, in that case then, <laughs> and it's one of the things you think about with Russell Wilson is what kind of talent you're surrounding him with. By the way, I mean, you talk about talent surrounding him with, even though he's been maligned, you know who's going to be among the league leaders at his position in terms of production this year? Who? Noah Fant. Yep. By the way, um, I'm not a math genius, but I just figured out some quick math. I, I see you with your phone with yep. a calculator app yep. open. This is impressive. This is going to be impressive. You know why? Because it's coming from me. Uh, so let me just do a little math here. Plus seven one six. We re- we really let's, need. Let's say for yeah. the sake we, of we our. We need the syncopated clocker. Some music when you're doing your math for for the sake of argument for the sake of argument, yeah. If Melvin Gordon yeah. was a bell cow back with the Buffalo Bills, and he would be a bell cow back with the Buffalo Bills, no doubt. Okay, so right now he is averaging about 13 carries a game, right? He's averaging 4.5 yards per carry. Solid. Let's just say he remained healthy. All right. Well, let's say he is healthy for a full season. Do you know? By playing 12 games, if you gave him seven more carries a game, which puts him at 20, which isn't crazy high, he'd have 1,100 yards. Yeah. And, and oh, by the way, how many more games are there to play? Four. Four. Okay? Yeah. So this guy is rushing in the neighborhood, right, of over 1,300 yards with probably 10 touchdowns rushing and to right now to receiving. I think a lot of teams would be more than happy to pay for that, and that's how I'm guessing teams will extrapolate those numbers. Yeah, He's 28 years old. Give him a two-year deal, maybe, I don't know, $8 million a year. I think he would jump at that. That's basically the deal he got from the Broncos two years ago. Of course, signing that deal when he was 26, about to turn 27 years of age. Right. And that next year, it's going to be his age 29 season. Even though it's his eighth year, he's on the right side of 30. Right. And the other thing that that probably helps him, even though he's being used regularly, he's not being used heavily. You've got to go back to his third season in the NFL, 2017 with the Chargers. You've got to go all the way back to that point for the last time that he had 260 touches in a season. Right. So he's not so he's 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 getting a healthy workload, but he's not getting a crippling workload. Here's another way to put it in perspective. I know there have been injuries to Derrick Henry. I know there have been injuries to Nick Chubb. But if you took the numbers I just put together Okay. He's only averaging 13 carries per game. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about how many times he catches the ball. 13 carries a game. If he's a bell cow guy, he's easily carrying the ball 20 times a game. Mm-hmm. 
So if you take those numbers and you put them in a blender, it's going to spit out 1,100 yards. That would make him the second leading rusher in the NFL right now. Buying Jonathan Taylor, right? Right behind Jonathan Taylor. Both Wisconsin guys. There you go. Sort of shatters the theory that people used to have about Wisconsin running backs. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> let's not let's not get carried away. I mean, we're talking about two of the best running backs in the league coming from the same school. Let's not get carried yeah, away. Coming, coming up after the break, we're going to do our Rocky Mountain Forest products. Shout out question to our friends Ty Calcade and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. You put this question on Twitter. You're going to read some of the responses that we got on Twitter. Some interesting we'll give ones. you our opinions as well. And the question is this. Would you like the Broncos to make the playoffs, but they lose in the opening round, okay? But George Payton's going to keep the entire coaching staff. So they make the playoffs, lose in the opening round, and George is going to keep the entire coaching staff, or would you like the Broncos to miss the playoffs and Payton brooms the whole thing out? We'll talk about it next. Ice Cube, the top gun, drove to the pad, and I'm coasting. Took another sip of the potion, hit the three-wheel motion. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mason Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public for your next project, not retail, but wholesale, go to RMFP.com. I like getting in a little rush, a little new world, man. Although, isn't it depressing that the biggest top 40 hit of which Getting Lee was a part mm-hmm. was Takeoff that he did with uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie? Uh, Novelty song? No, there was um, from Moving Pictures. What was their big song? Um, that was a top forty hit, I'm sure. It was a top forty hit, yes. And I think you're referring to um, New New World Man. No, New World Man hit number twenty one. No, there's something else from Moving Pictures. That that was my first concert, and that was from Signals. I well, that was Moving the first- Pictures had. Limelight hit number 55, and Tom Sawyer hit number 44. Yeah, I was, think, I was thinking of Tom Sawyer. Yeah, Tom Sawyer, but yeah, Tom Sawyer did not even crack no. the top 40. No. New World Man yeah. that uh, Danny just let in with was number 21, no. but I believe Take Off yeah. hit number 16. Right. Isn't that, but does that kind of press you that for all the songs in the Rush catalog, yeah. that the biggest top 40 hit of Wish Getting Lee was a part was with. Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis from well, SCTV. I'm, well, I'm going to look something up right here because this is going to be really embarrassing. Um, how many, how high, hold on, let me look this up, hold on. Number one song. This is great radio, isn't it? Yes, fascinating. Now think about this for a second, okay? Weird Al Yankovic has hit number one on the Billboard charts in the past, and he's not even a real musician. 
So for every real musician, well, I don't know if that's really fair. He he does parodies. He doesn't write any of any of the music. He just he's, yeah, but he plays. Things. He plays the accordion and he sings. He takes a lot other of pop stars don't write their own music. True. He writes the lyrics. I mean, they're parody lyrics. He writes parody lyrics. Yes, that's what he does. I would hardly call him a musician. He is, but he isn't. He's had a heck of a career, though. He's been unbelievable. Uh, but, but think of all of the artists out there who do write their own music and write their own lyrics who have never had the level of success on the Billboard charts as a guy who repurposes other people's songs. Yeah, Weird Al has one, two, three, four. Five. Weird Al Yankovic has six platinum albums. Right. And 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 he is the he is the football equivalent of profootballtalk.com. He does nothing more than repurpose oh. other people's work oh. with the exception of writing new lyrics, which are clever, don't get me wrong, but he doesn't write his own I mean, music. Hey, how come you're always such a fussy young man? Don't want no Captain Crunch, don't want no raisin brand. I mean, those are that's yeah. that's poetry right there. It is. It's. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if we could turn that into haiku, that would even be better. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending, presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sthmazda.com. Okay, every Monday on the show, we do the Rocky Mountain Forest product shout-out question to our friends Ty, Cal, Kate, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. And here is the question of the day that we actually put on Twitter as well. Would you like the Broncos to make the playoffs? Let's say they lose in the opening round and George Payton keeps the entire coaching staff. Or would you like the Broncos to miss the playoffs and Payton cleans house? It's always playoffs. For me, just from a fan and an observing perspective. And I mean, I think of it when I was a Bucks fan growing up, how they missed the playoffs for so long. And I would I, I don't care how it happened. I was just wanting to be in the playoffs. And there is something to be gained from going to the playoffs, right? Playoffs? Yeah, there is something to be gained. Yeah, thank you, Jim Mora. Because that helps in terms of building the culture you want to build. And so frankly, when I see 52% of the people say they're fine where they want the playoffs, but 48% say if it means keeping the coaches, no, don't make the playoffs clean house. There's something wrong with that. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question, and you got to be brief, as you know. With that, Bridgewater, Fangio, Shermer, rank them in order one to three, one being the most likely not coming back next year. Shermer. Okay. Then Bridgewater. Yep. Then Fangio. I'll go Bridgewater, Shermer, and Fangio. I don't think Bridgewater's coming back next year at all. Hold on. He's not coming back next year. Let me repeat it. He's not coming back next year. Not the money that he wants. Correct. Our friend Benjamin Albright from KOA reported he wanted about $25 million a season. Quite frankly, that's about 15th anyway in the league when it comes to starting quarterbacks. But that's danger zone money. It's too much. Shermer's probably not coming back either. I'd say there's like a 98% chance he's not coming back either. So the scenario that you put out is a great Twitter question, but let's update it a little bit. Fangio might come back, and he will be told, if, if if they bring back Fangio, he's going to be told, you have to let some of these guys go. McMahon's going to be one of those guys. Shermer's going to be the other, and Bridgewater likely will not be back. Guys, what do you think? Yeah, 
the twenty-five million dollars, I and mean, that would make make him fifteenth among quarterbacks in the NFL. By it's the way, not, it's not 20, outrageous. Twenty-five million is Tom Brady money, but we all know Tom Brady. Let's face it. He, t- he gives discounts. In order to get guys like Leonard Fournette right. and keep Mike Evans and bring in Gronkowski. What do we got from Twitter? What did people say? Oh, uh, we've got some. Well, first of all, again, 48% said they'd rather miss the playoffs and clean house than make the playoffs and keep the coaches, which I honestly, I think that 48% is much higher than it should be. Some of the uh, responses, this one from Brandon Kirk at Albuquerque. I'm of the mind today that should keep Vic, hire several new offensive staff members, including OC, and try to upgrade at QB. Unless the wheels fall off in the last five weeks, I think that should happen, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Joey Garcia, if there was another choice and go one and done and get a new OC and QB next year, I would choose that. Well, that's easy. You know, I think most people would have chosen that, right? I, I wanna I don't wanna suggest that I'm breaking news here because I'm not. But I'll tell you something that is my understanding. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of spin it in a way where I'm at, where I'm saying something, but I'm not saying something. Do you really think Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick would sign extensions, knowing that Teddy Bridgewater is going to be the quarterback next year? I don't think they wouldn't. The other thing is, hold on, no, well, no, I think you have to look at George Payton giving those guys those contracts, even though they haven't been productive. It tells me that he has something else in mind, and not just one possibility of something else. But there are two or three roads that could be the something else at court. I'll put it to you this way. If George Payton said to Patrick and Cortland Sutton, Teddy Bridgewater's coming back next year, I don't think they would have signed those deals. I'll be more direct by saying that. I mean, Cortland Sutton has been invisible since Gary Judy came back. That's right. I don't and think Tim he, Patrick has barely been visible. At times. I, I am guessing there is the feeling amongst both of those wide receivers, as much as they like Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't give them the best possible chance to succeed as individuals. And I don't think they would have resigned those contract extensions had they known that George Payton was not going in a different direction at quarterback, whether it is the draft or whether it is a trade. Go ahead. The thing also to kind of consider is this. If they don't get a Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, they're probably still going to have a bridge quarterback. But it's not going to be Teddy at that price. No, no. If you can get Andy Dalton right. for ten million dollars, right. or Teddy Bridgewater wanting twenty five million, the much better play. And I know people are listening are going to shudder. Name Andy Dalton gives people the shakes. But I promise you that Andy Dalton is the much better allocation no of question. resources right. for that role. And he can be just as good of a mentor as Teddy Bridgewater. No question. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? The Denver Nuggets are finally back at the ball tonight after a seven-game road trip. We'll preview tonight's game versus Washington and talk maybe a little bit of Nuggets history as well. That's next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. 
Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. If you are looking for a new ride, whether it is new or pre-owned, highly recommend. You go to Siltahar Mazda in Broomfield right now. It is the season of inspiration. So get inspired and hop into a Mazda right now. With that, I want to bring in my good friend, Greg Larson, who's the vice president of Siltahar to her motors how are you my friend good afternoon eric how are you sir uh, i am great well for a lot of people they're looking forward to christmas and the end of the year and they're kind of slowing down a little bit i'm guessing it's siltahar mazda you are not slowing down at all with year-end sales going on right now with new and pre-owned vehicles no this is a time we look forward to for some reason uh, you get a lot of people out there they get the extra time off uh, uh, during the holidays. So they get a little shopping. Uh, they didn't get what they wanted from St. Nick. They give us a call and, uh, we deliver both on the, uh, CPO end, uh, kind of certified pre-owned cars. We just went out and bought a ton of, and finally it's, uh, it's like Christmas around here. We're getting loads of trucks, uh, and SUVs in from the uh, factory every day. So inventory levels are looking fantastic. Well, that's really good news, and I'm so glad to hear you say that because when you have higher inventory, that is so much better for the consumer, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's a, in this day and age, the people are, uh, you know, they kind of custom what they want, uh, and they're looking for uh, for exactly what they the, what they want. So we got to uh, deliver at that, and uh, uh, we're we're looking forward to a year end bash. Uh, event here at the dealership the only way you could probably get a cx30 under a tree is if it, that tree is outside but if somebody looked at that baby what are they getting because to me that is one of the most perfect rides that you can drive during the winter and the summer as well i know and uh, you know we haven't seen a lot of snow this year so people forget that it's uh, all-wheel drive season we're you know we're one snowfall away uh from getting ourselves in trouble you can get a CX-30, a CX-5, a CX-9. The entire Mazda lineup comes uh, with capability of uh, all-wheel drive. That'll get you to the ski slopes or the uh, shopping uh, uh, the shopping areas if that's where you're headed uh, in a uh, payment you could afford under 300 bucks a month, Eric. People are going to be thinking a lot about their budget after the first of the year, knowing they're going to be blowing a lot of it on Christmas. So they're going to be thinking, hey, I want to go to Siltahar Mazda, but what kind of finance options do they have? What do you got? Uh, you can get 0% finance. And, you know, we've watched, uh, we watched the feds, and they haven't raised the rates on us, uh, which gives us the opportunity to pass that savings along to our customers. What do you mean? 0%. Ra- Yep. Uh, uh, on the uh, on the buys and the leases are fantastic too. What are you and Rach doing for the holidays? We're going to stay in town. You know, we uh, heck, uh, you're always on the go all year long. This is my time of year to sit back and relax. The week before Christmas, uh, you know, it's a little quieter around the uh, dealership, and then the week between Christmas and New Year's, you know, it's it's all hands on deck for us, and that's when we're the most busy. So uh, uh, I'll just be looking forward to uh, spending time with the people who are closest to me. Listen, the, the weather's been crazy around here, but if it's about 55 degrees, uh, would you do me a favor and open up the pool at your house and invite us over for a swim? I know. The, the, it's 55 degrees on the outside, and guess what? That water temperature is sitting at uh, 88 degrees, so you can never go wrong. How do people find Siltahar Mazda? And you can call, click, or come by. We're located right on Wadsworth Boulevard. Uh, and Highway 36 in Broomfield, 
You can find us online at sthmotors.com or just give us a jingle on the phone at 303-469-1801. That gets you right to the sales department. And if you're looking for a Mazda, go to sthmazda.com. Remember, when it comes to Siltahar Mazda and Siltahar Motors, it is stress-free and hassle-free, and that's the way it should be. Happy holidays, my friend. we got to get on that golf course sometime. It's coming. It's coming soon. At this rate, we could do it right around the Christmas time. Chuck, <laughs> look forward to seeing you soon, Eric. All right. See you, Greg. Bye. But Time now for the final word. The final word. Is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, the Denver Nuggets are back in town after a seven-game road trip. They'll be playing the Washington Wizards tonight, 7 o'clock p.m. They went 4-3, and three, alternating wins and losses on that road trip. Tonight, Aaron Gordon and Will Barton, both questionable. Who steps up if those two can't go? Bones! Roll the bones! Get this guy 35 minutes. I mean, isn't it always Bones who steps up when somebody else can't, Get can't, him 35 can't minutes. carry the load? Get him 35 minutes. Let's see what he can do. Get him out there. He hasn't. Bones has not played more than 22 minutes and 54 seconds in a game. Get hmm. him out there. But maybe it's a good night to do that. Get him out there. He had 16 points on uh, Saturday. How many minutes? 22-49, second most uh, minutes he's played. 20, in, 22 minutes. And 49 seconds. Second most, days, second most days played so far. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. And he was four for nine from three, so 44%. That'll do. Marcus Howard finally got out there uh, a little bit more for the Nuggets as well on Saturday and added 21 points, but somehow managed to uh, have a minus eight on the plus minus, so not a great defensive, but he... Uh, he had six of 12 three-pointers on the night, so Marcus Howard might be another one who can kind of give him some offense tonight, if that's all. Just in case you missed it, December 13th, 1983, the Detroit Pistons beat the Denver Nuggets in triple overtime, 186 to 184. That is still the highest scoring game in the history of the association. Kiki Vandeweghe had 51 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists in that game. Alex English, 47 points. Dan Issel, 28 points. If you could put one of those three on the Nuggets team Ooh. this season, and they would be in their prime, not at their ages currently, Yep. Um, who would you choose? English, because of the outside shooting. But he was more of a mid-range guy. He'd have to stretch it out a little bit more. Yeah, and the, the funny thing about that, this just shows you how much of a different time it was in pro basketball. In that game, you know the Nuggets as a team were one for two from three-point range, and so were the Pistons. Right. So two teams combined. They combined for a 186-184 scoreline, and they had only two made three-point baskets among them. Alex English, I cannot even imagine how many points he'd score on this Nuggets team because Jokic would feed him all the time. By the way, uh, the Rams take on the uh, Arizona Cardinals tonight. Von Miller will be playing, of course, for the Rams, and he will be wearing an 88 decal 
on his helmet. Good for him, remembering his good friend, Demarius. Kyle Shanahan had an 88 pin as well. Did he? On the sideline, yep. That's great. That's great that the the league is rallying around Demarius. And also uh, for the Cardinals, Matt Prater, who, of course, was a teammate of Demarius Thomas, is here in Denver. And DeAndre Hopkins, who was a teammate of Demarius briefly in Houston. Correct. They will also wear decals honoring Demarius Thomas on their helmet tonight. All right, that was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. Uh, If you are looking for something uh, just spectacular and you really want an upfit a kitchen or you need something to fit your budget, highly recommend you go to Mountain High Appliance. That's where Mandy went, and she's excited to get her new washer for her washer and dryer. Uh, She got a great deal on it. She worked with uh, somebody on the sales staff who really helped her get what she needed. Go to Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after uh, the break, Broncos defense was suffocating. But it was against the Lions, whose offense isn't very good. And they were way shorthanded. How much how much did that have to do with the Broncos' performance on defense? Or are these guys playoff ready? That's next. Party on the 